guess oh, we're recording. Pardon me. Are we recording? Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I'll actually just do this trick. The one ear trick. The one ear trick. The old, the old razzle tats. Cool. This is uh, episode four of our podcast. Uh, yeah, shit. You got to get me episode three. I sent it to you. When did you send it to me? Uh, Are you sure you sent it to me? Yeah, I sent it to you last night. Okay. <laughs> no, okay, that makes sense. I haven't I haven't released it yet then. But I haven't been doing much on my phone since like midday yesterday. But we have our first guest. It is uh and we mentioned we we said we might have him on the podcast. Tommy Simbazo. Hi. Is here. Yes. Hi. Yeah, whenever you need me, Mike, I'll be there. No, you just yeah, you you're on. You're I don't I don't do a solo introduction. You're here with us. Well, hey. That is part of what we 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 don't really plan too much. Part of the theme of the show is figuring out the podcast. Mm. We kind of had the idea of just having a free-form podcast, but maybe as we went along, it would get more specific or we would have our own something. But initially, it was like just we wanted to have a broad... And we're like, you know what? Let's just start yeah, doing it. Hold on. Hold on. Are we... We're, are we okay? All right, now my mic's recording. Okay, there Your we mic go. Wasn't recording. So everything you said up until then, <laughs> where you apologize <laughs> profusely for letting Mike down, you'll never hear it no, again. Mike. No, I won't. No, I won't. Should, do how that. concerned should I be about getting uh, breathing in asbestos from your soundproof? <laughs> Uh, that's, a- that's all. It's all rock wool. Um, okay. It's a hundred percent natural, so nice. you're safe. Nice. You're not going to get sick. I'm going to go huff it. And get mm. mesothelioma. Or at least I'm going to say that so you can't sue me later. <laughs> um, so one one thing that is cool, and you, you are our first guest, oh. so it's it's kind of a figuring out how we're handling a guest on the show. We, we haven't done that before. Mm-hmm. And also, you are somebody who um, has been a part of two podcasts. Is that, Am I right in yeah. saying that? Yeah. I kind of talked about it. Me, me, is it Meanwhile? meanwhile? Meanwhile, at the Skull Base. Okay, and then tell me the other one. And the other one is Laugh Finder. Laugh Finder. I said that wrong. Well, I think I said it right, but I didn't say the name of it right. So that's good. Um, and, <laughs> but, I, but, but, but the reason I bring that up is because I think in at the start of the show, we kind of talk about our experience podcasting, mm-hmm. and we talk about the, the things that were reflecting on past episodes or just kind of ideas for the future. But since you're our first guest on and you have two podcasts, mm-hmm. um, do you, you, do you still currently have two or just the one? Just the one. Okay. We, well, until Brian writes more scripts, uh, it's just the one. Is okay. that, is that, that's laugh finder? Well, uh, we did, um, meanwhile at the skull base, my buddy, Brian Preston, fellow mm-hmm. comedian, Brian Preston, he actually wrote a comic book. And, um, but he could, it takes a lot of money, a lot of capital to get a comic book started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Cause you gotta illustrate it and yeah. write it and publish and it and put all, book. it never, it never went anywhere. And then he was like, Hey, do you want to read this comic book? Like, gave me a script. And usually, like, when you have comedian friends, they're like, Hey, read this. I'm like, oh, I don't want to fucking read yeah, this. Fuck that. I got to lie to him, tell him it was great. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I read like, it kind of like this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Come, come in. Oh uh, yeah, it's fucking fun. No, this is cool. Great, great yeah. studio, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, but it was actually really good. It was really funny, and um, so that was sitting in the back of my head that Brian had this 
nice thing that, you know, wasn't doing anything with. And one of the first times I was a guest on 98 Rock back when Mickey was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they actually approached me. 90, one of the producers was starting a podcast network and wanted me to do a podcast. Greg the Douche. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't yeah. want to do a talking head podcast. I didn't want to do just guys sitting around talking about what happened that, that week. That is the worst. No, yeah, it's just because yeah, yeah. there, there's so many I know, of them. I know, I know. Uh, so, but then I was like, I asked Brian, I was like, Hey, could you turn that comic book into a script and we'll just do it as a, like an old time radio. Um, uh, so th it's this old time radio comedy drama about, uh, super villains working for this evil organization. And we got a, we found a, a guy, Rex Anderson, who was our, um, our sound guy. And he put like a whole soundscape behind it and everything. Oh, really? And like did in like post. Yeah. Yeah. In post. Nice. So, uh, it's this. It, 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 it's kind of like uh, you ever see the cartoon Venture Brothers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of like Venture Brothers, but it's an audio drama. Is it pretty production heavy? Like, how long does it take him to do? I mean, everything he, after it. He, he we recorded the whole third season over a weekend. Wow! And then, like three months later, he was like, "Here's the final product." So, so it's a many, very extensive thing. Yeah. 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 How many? Like, how long did it take you to? Do the third or record the third? We season. actually uh, rented a studio space uh, in uh, in uh, like in Hamden, um, and it was three recording sessions because so we would knock out two episodes at a time. It was only six uh, six episodes in the season, and you can find that at uh, Skullbase.net. Is that that's the um, is that the podcast network that you're on? No, we will see. Okay. So Greg the Douche wanted us to be part of his podcast network, and we had a lot of production meetings. Uh, but there was a guy whose company was named Biker Lube, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what if I said Biker Lube? What do, what is Biker Lube to you? Uh, You're thinking like probably what? a like a, a shop. Yeah, yeah. You take or like, a bike or like in, motor get, oil for yeah, yeah, get an oil change oil. or something. You couldn't be further. It was sex lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> for bikers? Yeah, and the guy sold, Four like, dildos bikers. and everything. Just a bunch of leather daddies. What did just... biker have to do with it? I have no fucking idea. Did I mean, it maybe seem the biker guy, themed? Maybe, no. I, how is the, the lube biker I, I Well, it's in the name. <laughs> yeah, you just it said assume. use on your old lady's hole. That's for them to figure out. <laughs> Biker lube. Is wait, the, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the slogan was used on your no, old lady's. No, oh, that's God damn it. I wish it would have been. I mean, yup. Yeah. What it was. But the contract <laughs> said that uh, if we signed it, he owned all the intellectual property, like all scripts and everything. And this was Brian's uh, comic book. And like, so we were like, uh, if you rewrite this that so you don't own our scripts, we'll sign. And he was like, I'm not going through all that. It, I, I just won't do any. Like, you, we'll just have an agreement that you can. And Brian was like, no, I'm not giving him the scripts for the comic book yeah. that I wrote. So uh, we ended up um, Rex Anderson and a couple of the other guys in Baltimore that all had podcasts. They were like, let's start our own podcast network and we'll call it Thundergrunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, it was a collective of all these mm -hmm. Baltimore podcasts. And that ran its course for, it ran for maybe a year or two. And we had live shows and everything. Yeah, because I was listening to one actually earlier today. It was the um, dis digression session. Yeah, digression they session. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. With Josh Caderna and numerous <clears throat> co-hosts. Yeah, I was, I was trying to do some like, Pre-show research. Been on that. Yeah. You've been on that a couple times. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I love Josh. And then, and then he's like, uh, "Happy 2015." I'm like, oh fuck. All yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Thunder, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but so the network it kind of they were um, it kind of folded. It of no fault of its own. It was just uh, the people on the further end of it that were. 
doing all the production. They were just like, look, this it's a lot of work for us. Yeah. And um, so now it's pared down to where Thunder Grunt is just three podcasts. And then so we left there and started doing our own thing. Like, um, and yeah, we're, we're not opposed to another network, but if, you know. How's how's that work? Well, like, what's the structure of, like, being a part of a, a podcast network? Uh, basically, all your shows, uh, you know, they get aired, they get promoted through the network. Yeah, and, so, uh, so they're, like, your pipeline into, like, um, uh. You could do total ad numbers for yeah. analytics and everything. Um, basically, what they and Thundergrunt, if you got a, if you got a sponsor, that's great. Uh, that money goes right to you and your podcast. It wasn't divvied uh, out through okay, anybody so else. Okay, so the company doesn't take a cut of that. Yeah, they they didn't do a cut. They but just it could wanted be different. Like in general, if you're asking how it works, it could be different. Yeah, podcast it could be. To podcast. I mean, there's no yeah. I guess law. how you how you structure your contract with right the yeah. Thundergrunt was formed with the idea in mind that we didn't want to get fucked by a biker lubricant guy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you I didn't want to lube up lube yeah. up your old lady's hole. Lube up your little lady hole. Gre- Greg the douches uh thing had a weird had some weird stipulations too, right? I don't recall exactly what it was. He wasn't Thundergrunt, was he? No, 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 no. So no. you. Were originally going to partner up with him. I mean, I'm not throwing him under the bus. I mean, every business has its model, but he had some weird things. Am I correct? Oh yeah, yeah. There, it there was were... like they own certain rights, percentages, yeah. things go in, and he had some. Um, it was different. Yeah, I'm sure. It's not. The it norm. was more aimed towards a uh, profit generating. Yes. Thing. So your your show has to generate profit, and then if the company ends up getting paid, then you get paid. Is that kind of? I think that was kind of how it, how it worked with like them. you you get a cut of, or they of, would they would say, hey, we have this sponsor, uh, we have this network sponsor, put this ad at the end of your oh, episode, or okay, a okay. bumper in the middle. So it was just like a general sponsor, yeah. and then if you had your own sponsor coming in, you could put that in, and then you would see all that. No, money. we had to clear with. With Greg the Douche's one, I believe no sponsor was just ours. We would bring it in the network. His the biker lube guy would have to approve it, and then so everything went through them. We couldn't sell our own ads. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But with Thundergrunt, it was all aimed more towards we're a collective. Let's see what the collective power can get us uh, sponsor wise and mm-hmm. event wise. And we had some pretty cool live <laughs> events uh, that were all recorded, and then uh, you could just air. Lot, these live segments from things that we record at the wind-up space and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, that... Uh, but So, the last season of Meanwhile, the Skull Base wasn't on Thundergrunt. Oh, no, it, it was. And then I believe the beginning beginning of Laugh Finder, which um, me and another, com- another comic approached me with an idea. He said, hey, I want to do a live Dungeons & Dragons uh, show mm-hmm. uh, where comedians play Dungeons & Dragons. And I said, uh, I might be able to find, he wanted to do it as a live show. I wanted another podcast. So I was like, hey, have, hey, you wanted to do a live show. Let's, uh, let's combine our forces and we'll do a podcast. And I know exactly who to get. Because I played Dungeons and Dragons with the same five comedians for the past couple of years. Yeah. So we grabbed all those guys and we started uh, gathering equipment and started recording Laugh Finder episodes. And then um, the the comic who wanted to do the live show, uh, Colin Baker, he was 
when when he wanted to, when he said that yeah he'll do the podcast he he had a six month timer that he was moving to L A at the end of six months so you just had to bust it out within yeah, well, that time well he's he still doing comedy in L A by the way yeah yeah I'm, okay. I'm sure he's doing pretty good I have no hard feelings with Colin but he may not like me <laughs> because okay. wow, he cool. didn't he didn't want to put in as much his approach to the podcast was going to be episodes come out whenever a real laid back approach yeah. but I had just come from doing. You know, from Thundergrunt, where we had a network where it's like, okay, pick a day. That's when your episodes come out. Hardworking. Yeah. Disciplined. Yeah. I wanted to bust out. I don't half-ass things. (laughs) And I wanted to bust it out. What does Colin do? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. No, Mike's trying to start another fucking feud. No, no, he no. worded it very nice. He I worded am, it well. Because yeah. it's, it's a very sticky That was situation. me, Colin. I said that shit. What are you going to do about I'm it? I'm sure Colin's doing great things out Come in Come on, motherfucker. <laughs> Mike's going to slap you in the face <laughs> and uh, tell your girlfriend to lick up some gum somewhere. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but mm. so when Colin, uh, Colin left for L.A., we finished out the first season of Laugh Finder. Uh, sec and I had to fight to get a um I wanted an in studio sound effect guy. So yeah. now the show is now a guest comes on, we interview him for like twenty minutes, and then the rest of the hour is playing Dungeons and Dragons with them as they're uh, they play a character and an ongoing story that changes into whoever they want. Yeah, I, I was actually uh I was watching the today. The one with uh, Sonny Fuller. Yeah, Sonny Sonny's good. Which and so <laughs> first well, three seasons were all we did. Okay, season one, fantasy role playing game, very bare bones because we were figuring everything out. Yeah. Season two, oh, perfect. Season two was more. We now knew what we were doing. We had, I by then I had built us a studio. We had uh, everything went great. Fantasy role playing. Season three, we switched it up to a space adventure, and at the end, I wanted to spot like. Um, Local musicians and um, nerdcore music, yeah, like yeah, nerdy yeah. music, and it, yeah. it it got to a point where I was just any music I like, I would just slap it. It was called the weekly outro, where our audio guy would describe the band, tell where you can find more of their music, and just play a song. Oh, that's Fucking cool! Mastermind, so, you masterminded all this shit, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. you told them I want it this way, I want it that. We're yeah. not doing it this way. You're a look at you, dude. <laughs> I didn't know he. Did. I wasn't sure your involvement. Oh yeah, I a little bit. Fucking of a Tommy group. Soprano just running this shit. <laughs> So then, <laughs> fourth Geppetto. season, uh, at the end of third season, we lost our longtime member, Jim Meyer. Uh, Rest in peace. No, yeah. he's, he, no he's with, he's oh, with no. like the he's travel in a, He's in a better place now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With his family. No, Jim was having some family problems, and he, uh, very big of him, he took a sabbatical, and then uh, we had just moved on, and just I didn't think he was ready. Him. I, yeah. <laughs> How dare you say that? No, Jim was just an integral part of the show. He's hilarious. You can I just go around so that Jim was one Mike. Jim was great. It yes. was production off wise. Mic. It was it was the, <laughs> the only issues I had with Jim was off mic. <laughs> uh, uh, I love Jim. But so we fourth season, Jim, he'd be a good guest. Jim would time. be a good guest, and it, a good excuse to get out of the house. Yeah, for him, yeah, or for us, Jim. For no, you'll you'll want to leave him here. Yeah. And then Mike and I will yeah. go out. We'll when just, he leaves, you'll be like, I get it now. We'll I just put it. the mic on record, yeah. and uh, Mike and I will go out and get something to eat. No, Jim's great on Mike. He's good. He's good. So, But then fourth season, I'd always wanted to do a video show. I'd always wanted to yeah. be like a, a YouTube channel. So I bought two GoPros. I took a month off of comedy to learn Premiere Pro. And uh, so now fourth season, we have tomorrow 
this week we'll be up adding our 15th episode to our YouTube channel. So do you do you handle all that like production and editing? The video I do. The audio is Ben Hancock, comedian Ben Hancock. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben takes care of everything. Ben handles our Patreon. And there are times where Ben will make some. I I'd never tell Ben no. Yeah. If I I just let Ben do whatever mm-hmm. he wants. But there have been times when I've been like, hey, maybe because we we started this thing where if you wrote us a five star review, Ben would read it on the podcast. But he'll put it at the end, and all the only direction Ben got was, hey, just read this read this five star review. Yeah. Ben then sits down and creates an odd like a, a skit, a scene. There was one where it was a school principal, like where you hear like a cafeteria, and he's like, all right, kids, all right, kids, hold on. I got to tell you all about this five-star review from blah, blah, blah. And he'll do so, and that's low end of what Ben will do. There was one, <laughs> there was one, that you could hear sounds of a battlefield. And uh, then you hear like, Sarge, Sarge, I'm real scared, Sarge. I don't think we're going to make it. Like, we're going to make it private. Don't you worry about it. We're going to make it. Like, Sarge, I just want to say, oh, oh. And like, you hear a gunshot. And he's like, Sarge. Sarge, I'm hit. I think I'm dying. He was like, no, boy. You're going to make it, boy. He's like, Sarge, could you do something for me? I never had my dick sucked, Sarge. <laughs> I, I never had my dick sucked. He was like, what? You ain't never had your dick sucked? I'll suck your dick private. And starts sucking his dick, and the guy dies while he's sucking his dick. This is the Yelp. These, I mean, he's reading the five star Facebook review. And he's, but did somebody actually? Oh, was no, it? No, this was we didn't have a review, so Ben oh, was left to his own devices. Oh, oh, oh he was oh. just making shit up. I just did one oh, where a sergeant oh. sucks this guy's dick. I thought he was dying. about to be sergeant. I gotta tell you about this podcast. Just <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a World War One soldier <laughs> dying on the well, battlefield. Like, who's... What hell of a setup we got coming here? He did. He, there was someone that gave us a five star review, but said that we didn't know the rules of the game very well. And when people bitch about the rules of the game, we call them rules Nazis. Yes. They, you can, they can either be a rules Nazi or a rules lawyer. And Ben took the rules Nazi approach, and uh, it starts out with like "World on Parade." Allied forces have attacked, and here we go. We hear a speech from Adolf Hitler himself and actually played Hitler's Nuremberg audio while what? Ben read this guy's review as and the Hitler's translation of screaming in the, the background. The <laughs> at least it's at the end yeah, of the show. And I was like, hey, Ben, uh, could we not call our listener Hitler? And I was like, maybe go lawyer. So he made another whole one that was uh, him as a court. As like a, a lawyer, like, oh, you all oh, know, like dabbing his yeah. face as a lawyer. And meanwhile, I messaged that listener. I was like, hey, just to let you know, uh, I changed Ben's mind on it, but uh, we did have you as Hitler as a rules Nazi. And he was like, I fucking love that idea. So the next week we played the one where he was Hitler. Mm. Yeah, I, to run I mean, a bit now, you just get Hitler recurring. Yeah, it's yeah. all Hitler. Hitler's <laughs> it's all he does now. The Hitler wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> the last 10 minutes with Hitler with hey, Adolf hey everybody welcome to Hitler's Hot Takes <laughs> Hitler's Hot Takes Ben if you're listening you have full reign to just take it and run with oh, it yeah. go as far as you want on the show but we had um, every, now that we're doing video whenever one of the cameras dies or I fuck up and take a picture instead of hitting record uh, I've had to take the isolated audio and I had to learn Adobe Character Animator. And, and mm. like, and put, I've, it, put yeah, it back animated, behind it. Yeah, I've animated uh, parts God. of the episode. Oh, shit. I would, that, that's, that's impressive. There's a, it leads into something I wanted to talk to you about, mm-hmm. but I'm going to ask you a couple questions Is first it about, about my Asperger's? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> my doctor, I don't know if she was joking or not, but. <laughs> we were going to save that a little later. Okay. It's very yeah, touching we'll, to have we're, a. Uh, we're going to get into autism later. Yes. <laughs> 
We don't like to come out of the gate. We support them, though, but dude. Then... No worries. We're yeah. not going to make fun of you or anything. We got right. bracelets and shit. Yeah. I don't know if she was right. Puzzle piece. I don't believe her. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Do the puzzle piece handshake. Because you're one puzzling piece, am I right? Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, question about podcasting. If you could just, a couple bullet points, mm-hmm. and this is what I would say probably is the more accessible side of podcasting for listeners who don't actually care about having their own podcast, mm-hmm. like hear about what are just a couple general things that if you could go back now and tell yourself in the beginning what would make you a better podcaster? What would you tell your old self? Or are there just a couple of recommendations that the average person might overlook or put too much emphasis? Anything. Uh, any quality. Direction. Number one is quality. Okay. Don't try to have people sharing a mic, you know, at your kitchen table. This is actually a really nice setup because you already have your, uh, your sound dampening and everything. Yeah. Well, this is great. Well, I'm an engineer, see, okay. audio engineer on the side, so... This is my mixing room where we are right now. So nice. it's 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 pretty dead. Mm-hmm. It should probably be a little bit more dead. Yeah, for we, like mixing. But right now we're recording in Magoobies in the main room of Magoobies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you don't have headphones on, you can hear you hear the, the the echo. Like there's a it, huge echo. Yeah, and when someone when on someone mic, you don't really hear it. Back off the mic, then that's when you really hear the ambient noise. Yeah, that's what I noticed. The one thing of the episode that I watched with uh with Sunny. Sunny yeah. Um, yeah. You, when when you're far back off the mic, you hear the ambient noise yeah. of the room. But yeah, I mean, with the setup that you have, that's that's that's, good to that's keep a non-issue. Though. Yeah, it's, so yeah, things it's to fine. make the production better over time would be good. And that even just like something we did, like Steve was on a different mic, he was on your mic, and I do have another one of those lying around, or we'll get one mm-hmm. like another, um, I guess condenser mic or whatever. Um, Th- that and uh, not that that's not, but that style or, or whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and I noticed that definitely you sounded better. That was a cleaner sounding when you switched mics. Did you notice that? Oh, uh, yeah. I haven't listened to that yet. Or no, I have. Also, you were on the second episode. No. Also, said. it was it was just comfortability being in front of the right. mic. That just being up on it and not off to the side mm-hmm. or sitting too far back. It was just. Yeah, the the last episode we recorded or too far to the right or too far to the left or <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just blowing blowing it out. We have an episode yeah. coming up because uh, every time Josh Caderna is on the episode, uh, him and Dorian will beatbox and Aaron will rap, and I want to hear. Uh, so we had an episode this week that I just did the audio for for the um, uh, the video episode, and the buzz was and I, so I had to do a noise filter on it. Yeah, and I just, messaged Ben, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And you he just was cut like, that low end out. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, the um, uh, our cables are you know we're cheap cables, yeah. and they're getting older, so they're just picking up buzz." So. Well, that actually, all the cables we're using right now, mm-hmm. I hand soldered, made these. Really? Yeah, I I made that mic that. Mike is talking into nice. Hey, so uh, I need some new cables. Maybe we can talk. Later. <laughs> yeah, we can. Maybe we can work something okay. out. Okay. Um, I'll lube up all your old lady holes. <laughs> yeah, micro lube <laughs> all my old ladies' holes. <laughs> so, um, an- another question for you. This is something just about you in general, and it's a good way, just because it kind of is something that makes you you. 
and I can relate to it in a way, you're a person of many hobbies, right? Yeah, I can't sit still. Do you get people who are shocked that you're able to do everything that you're able to do? Yes, and I think it's only because other people haven't tried to do other things. I, I would I would probably agree with you. There's just something definitely different about somebody like you. So I, I just wanted to cover, I'll just say what I know okay. about you. Okay. You fill in some some blanks, okay. things that like you are probably passionate about or have spent a lot of time of your own time. I know that you're into like the the steampunk type stuff so mm-hmm. much so that you've made your own guitars out of different yeah. things and leather work. And this is a yeah. how, give me a year on that hobby. How long you been into that? Oh, a le- leather work. And we can circle back specifically with like, spe- but how long have you been doing that stuff? Uh, leather work, maybe like eleven years. Okay, 11, cool. Twelve years. Like um, like. Well, I started LARPing, and then throughout LARP, through LARPing, I learned to build my own armor, and then from that, I learned leatherworking, and then for a Steve, uh, steampunk, th- I wanted a big robot arm, but the only way I could think to build it was to actually build an armored arm, yeah. so I built it out of leather, and then I rigged up lighting on it, uh, but the only LED driver I could find was for 12 volts for a car, so I needed a 12-volt pack, and then it came with a key fob to change the lights, so then I made a bracer for the other hand, to control the lights, uh, but then I had to redo all the, I had to solder all the buttons to momentary switches in the palm, and then I learned uh, leather <laughs> tooling so I could make it look interesting so I wasn't holding a fob. Uh, but yeah, I'll get a project and then I'll just learn. It's impressive. I'll just learn everything no, I can is. about I, it. It, it impresses me a lot. I, oh, I think thanks, it, bud. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, so that you brought up the LARPing thing. Yeah. I mean, it's something that not only have you done it, you've been passionate about it. Mm-hmm. You're involved in it. You like or like a ring. You're a leader of the walks that you do so much so that you're the comedian in Baltimore. When you get involved in the scene, the first comic that. You, you hear about headlining these shows, especially when there were a lot of bar show headliners or mm-hmm. the people who still occasionally drop into the open mic. It's Tommy Sinbazo. That is the and that's no joke. When I open up a new room because I've produced a, a handful of shows. Great who's show. my first guest? Who's my first person? Who's the me. first guest we chose to have on? <laughs> that's a comic. And, and you're just somebody that's doing a bunch of stuff. And stand-up comedy. You got the podcast. You got um, a lot of different things going mm-hmm. on. So I just re- stand-up I is a hobby and a profession. But Rebuilding know, my motorcycle. Yeah, there you go. Um, so the motorcycle, I mean, that's another hobby there. Um, off of my head, I know. I mean, you're just even the kind of guy that you're into, like, the Marvel movies. Yeah. You do it up to an extent, yeah. and you know about it in a way that's, that some people they would say they're most passionate about Marvel movies and you know more about it than they do and live it more than they do. Isn't that, it's odd how when you're, you're good at taking on a lot of things, you'll meet somebody and that is their only thing. Mm -hmm. And you've, you've taken it further than them. And it's one (laughs) of your Swiss army knife of things. I'm not saying it to like talk you up in a way that, but you notice that, right? Yeah. 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 But I Not also like always. To, I do mushrooms and go to the Marvel movies. So yeah, it's that's my another big, hobby. Uh, uh, so but see, yeah, <laughs> that takes time out of your day. It the, does. The that mushrooms. does. That's, a, that's like 16 hours out of your day. No. No, eight, no we eight, do one six. gram mushroom teas because yeah. over the years I find that's the perfect amount. Yeah, to just do a quick public. little body trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you're doing mushrooms <laughs> over the years, eventually <laughs> you you've got to figure out a way to not deal with an eighth of them motherfuckers <laughs> every time you want to have a little fun. Um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's another thing we mutually have in common. Mm-hmm. We're interested Mushrooms. in psychedelics mm-hmm. and 
that whole realm. I was so, kind of hoping your podcast was going to be, yeah, you come over, we do DMT. And well, then we, that is we talk something, about it. when we uh, first brainstormed the yeah. idea of crazy podcasts, I don't know exactly what we can do. We, we definitely should look into it. I would not be against the idea of having somebody, and you would be a great candidate yeah, for it, do to it. do DMT on the podcast yeah. or before or as a part of the show um, with or without me. You could either be taken through or whatever, just some sort of breaking the bread with it. That would be a very exciting thing to do it for would. me. I would listen to it. I'm because dead. in a way, way. It, it wouldn't be your first time, but in a way it could be because you've never really struck gold with it in your attempt, right? Yeah, I've never I've never broken through. Right. These and, headphones are, died. Oh, they did? Yeah, I'm not hearing anything out of them. What in the But it's all right. Uh, I mean, you're not playing hand, sound effects. Well, right? oh, wait, Steve okay, made the loose. cable. Oh, never mind. You're off. You're off no, the cable. No, project. he just turned no, it off. No, I didn't. I didn't make the <laughs> headphone joking. cables. I made the mic cables. Oh, okay. So we're still capturing audio. Well, gold. let me let me ask you. What is the benefit of maybe buying those cap things with the uh, the magnets on them to put around the cable? Does that do anything? What magnets? There's these things. There's uh, you can put on your cable, and they have a magnets that go around the cable. They're supposed to lessen, uh, uh, like, like uh, picking uh, radio, up buzz. radio frequencies. Yeah, yeah. What if uh, I just built a Faraday cage for each individual cable? Oh, uh, you can go ahead and do that. <laughs> <laughs> if if you do that and it works out, let me know, and then <laughs> no you can move. build me. <laughs> no move in this tiny Faraday cage. Um, well, wait. So then, if you did a co- copper braided sleeve to put over it, would that act like a Faraday cage? I don't know what the fuck a Faraday cage is. Boom, oh. Tommy, jeez, you just <laughs> taking it to another level. Sorry, I thought this was your part time. Is his own side? He yeah, like, I'm. I, it's I'm a hobbyist. <laughs> Come on, he's not a Christ. You're a pure. You're over here talking about. You're making robot arms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like taking a key Chill. fob and turning it into a, a pressure point. Look, what else what am I supposed to do when Google? I get high? You <laughs> wear Google out, dude. Me and you do a number on Google. <laughs> You, God. you, you, and Mike are overloading Google. Um, Google. <laughs> I just like to watch. I get high and I like to binge watch YouTube? videos and just gain knowledge when mm, I'm high. It is fun. Yeah. You know what? All right. What is like one of the weirdest? <laughs> one weird rabbit hole. To I'll, I'll go first with one that that I thought of. One time, my for a while, my favorite thing to look up until it got just too real uh-huh. was I liked watching people who were what they call leaking. Do you know what that's slang for when what you're leaking? Fuck no. is leaking? When you're wet? Oh, when you're on stuck? PCP? PCP. That is the craziest looking shit I've ever seen. <laughs> YouTubing videos of people fucked up on PCP, and there's a bunch of dudes around the street, and the one guy just like, he starts like moving and he's making noises, and then he gets stuck. And he won't move, and he's in a bizarre position. And they're like, "Man, he's he's leaking, he's leaking, he's stuck." And then the guy's like, "Fucking making, he's got the shaky leg, he's got the shaky leg." And then all of a sudden, they take off and start jumping on cars, and cops can't fucking stop them. They want to get naked. They're like, they're zombies and stop moving. But then they just got energy like like meth and crack times a million. Oh man. Apparently, PCP is kind of psychedelic too. Yeah, PCP sounds amazing, but then when you God. watch people on, yeah, it, you're when, like, no. when yeah. you when you see the end result yeah. of smoking PCP, you're like, ah, you know what? I probably don't want to do that. Yeah, they're like, uh, that's like uh, there's so. Do you ever hear of gypsum weed? No, devil's I, apple. I've, I've heard of it. Uh-huh. Gypsum. Okay, weed. so there's these there's this weed that grows here in Maryland. I used to see it all the time when I uh, was a surveyor. But it's like a long stem and then like a barbed uh, bulb on top of it with like 
uh, thing coming off of it. Yeah. Anyway, it's called gypsum weed. And it is a heavy fucking psychedelic. Like, there, there's story from back in the Civil War where this platoon ran out of rations. So they just made, they f- gathered up all this gypsum weed and fucking, and ate it, made a soup out of it and ate it to sustain themselves. And then no one heard from this platoon for, like, three months. They couldn't they find this platoon. They tripping balls in the well, fucking they, woods. they go and find them, and they had went feral. And they're, like, naked, like, monkey men living in the woods. And uh, the it swells up your urethra, so you can't piss. There's all these down side effects, like downsides. That sounds terrible. But if you read everyone's uh, recount of them tripping on it, uh, it it almost follows the same thing where you, they don't know that they're tripping, and someone who someone coming someone quote unquote someone just comes into a room. Hey man, we're all outside. You know, when coming and so they all you go outside and you're standing in a circle with all like dead friends that you haven't seen in a long and what? everyone has a recount where they're there's passing a cigarette around and then they'll drop the cigarette and can't find it. This is real. Yes, look it up. If you look I up looked, gypsum well, weed, well, you can look up blood stains that have never been washed away, and you can look up ghost stories. That well, look, it was it's like, mean, get on, a, get on your fucking phone. That's, no, I mean, this I, is I'm what not, this is on, what not, we were I'll talking up, about. Right, let me get up. This buy is a what catheter we, on Amazon, and I'll try it. We we were having this conversation on Friday about uh, coming in with Google, Mike being the Google king. Uh-huh. And uh, having a guest in, and then if there's something that and comes up, well, no, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think yeah. we need a fact. I mean, we can fact if we really want. It's not that I don't believe. Look, to, I'm not I know trying to real. impress you guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, he's misconstruing what I'm saying. I 100% believe it. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, is this something that is like. Can you like find a dealer? Can you buy this online? No, you no, can, no, you gotta, it sounds like you, you got to find it in the, it in the woods. You can, yeah. And it just grows in Maryland yeah, still yeah, yeah. to this day. Yes. Okay, that's all I was okay. curious about. Like, is this something that? But is it's very dangerous. Like, you shouldn't even touch the leaves because you'll get you'll get. And a, it's weed. Yeah. It's not weed or it's is it weed. weed? It's it's, it's not cannabis. Weed. It is oh, a weed. There not we go. Weed. Okay, yes. okay. I was I missed that a little bit. But on on topics where like going down rabbit holes, right? I just did the Paco's Got Balls podcast with okay. those guys, and they put me in the hot seat where they're supposed to ask you like these these questions, and they did uh, fuck Mary kill, and I I think they thought. They were gonna stump me because they're like, "All right, Tommy, look at three these three sex dolls. Mm. Fuck, Mary, kill." And I was like, "What's the centimeters on them?" And they're like, "What?" And I was like, "What's one sixty three? I'm not fucking anything less than a one seventy two. And they're like, "What is that vaginal?" No, it's height, you idiots. And I was like, "Hey, go to this website, Damn. pull up this, and I'll show you my favorite set." I knew way too much about sex dolls. Do you have one? Really cre- no, because I have just a done a lot. He's just if he's I, just yeah. done a lot of research. Yeah, he wants to know about things. Yeah, <laughs> I I. I <laughs> if I didn't have a fiance, I my house would look like a wax museum with all these yeah. sex dolls. I'd dress them up so you think, oh, is that Harriet Tubman? And I'm like, yep. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> like, haven't fucked her. Harriet Tubman's <laughs> fucking dummy thick. Damn. What's the most... Uh, well, I do want to go... So YouTube videos yeah. has something to do with... Is there any... What, what's your favorite video style to go down? Rabbit hole. Um, if you get caught up or wild. I, I kind of like, like the comic book ones. Comic books. The ones where they'll explain whole story arcs and comics, and then, um, or guys will talk about speculations about the new Marvel movies coming out and stuff. Yeah. And I'll just watch video after video of that. Like, he, sh- the, uh, Hishi, the How It Should Have Ended, mm. where they animate how they think, uh, a movie should have ended, or, uh, Epic Rap Battles of History. That's fun. Those? Yeah. That's They're a good, good channel. I've like, never yeah. heard that. It's classic. That was one of the Epic Rap Battles is one of the most subscribed <laughs> to channels on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And they got they got some good ones. 
What like, is like it? Mythbusters versus Ghostbusters. That's my favorite. It's like scripted uh, rap battles, but yeah. it's like acted. It's cool. It's, it's like heavily sketchy. edited. Is, so there, that... is it like a lot of production behind very, it? Yeah. Too? It yeah. looks great. Yeah, it's yeah. very. It's high. They get some big people on it now too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. They had um, uh, Charlie Tuna from Jurassic Five was mm-hmm. on one of them. Oh no shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on the um, Bill Nye versus Isaac Newton, which was um, had Weird Al was Sir Isaac Newton. Mm. Well, you go Weird Al. <laughs> oh, I like how Charlie Tuna impressed you, but Weird Al. Yeah, we are. No, no, Weird Al like, no, just weird. goes right over time. Right. No, weird I was Al. actually saying Weird Charlie Al. Is Tuna, like, no, cool Weird shit. Al's a weird giant Al. name. Ah, fuck it. No, I was opposite. I mean, I, I like I like Jurassic Five, but but I mean Weird Al's Weird Al. He's yeah. pretty damn famous. And this was like right when um, the his last album came out that he won the Grammy for or whatever. So I mean, he's yeah. hold on, hold on, wait. Going back to Weird Al. Weird Al won a Grammy. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Is it is it you and Eric Woodworth that yeah, do the, the Amish Para guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What, yeah. what do you do? <laughs> we we decided <laughs> they're, they're a parody of a parody. <laughs> we're a Weird Al. Co- we call ourselves a Weird oh Al cover band God, called dude, Amish Para guys. And whenever we're out of town uh, for a murder mystery <laughs> and we go do karaoke, <laughs> we'll sing the we, we'll get up and do a duo of a weird like we'll sing a Weird Al song to the regular song. And if people are like, uh, they're like, um, it's, do you like the original? We're like, what are you talking? about? <laughs> oh my God! This yeah, is the the Weird Al one. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so you so guys do the Weird Al one. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. uh, but they went down to Mexico for Joe Robinson's wedding. Yeah. Um, and apparently I saw a video where they had karaoke uh, in the the resort and in the lobby. And they would just project the words up on a wall in the lobby. And it's Eric singing Yoda, like the Weird Al song, which <laughs> yeah. is our yeah, song. Yeah. Yeah. And there was some other guy That's behind awesome. him. Did, like, you, did you feel cheated yeah, on? Yeah, he said it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Of all, what a way to find out that I've been replaced, you piece of shit! Uh, you're of all the Weird Al songs he could have done, yeah, he had to do Yoda ours. with him, <laughs> with some random. But as Eric says, he was just drunk. He was singing Yoda, and this guy uh, ran. being drunk is not an yeah, excuse. He cheated on me. Yeah, dude, there's yeah. a Weird I feel Al bad song for you, dude. Thanks. Do you remember Larry? That yeah. was the name, dude. That song. There's like one. There's like a Weird Al song that's pretty twisted. Kills a bunch of people in it, I think. Yeah, there's also one called Those Were the Good Old Days where he talks, like, reminisces. Mm-hmm. And there was uh, one where he's talking about this girl, Michelle, that he went to high school with. Uh, what was it? It was like, I remember Sweet Michelle. She was my high school romance. She was fun to talk to and nice to smell, so I took her to the homecoming dance. Then I tied her to a chair and I shaved off all her hair and I left her in the desert all alone. Oh, sometimes it seems I can still hear her I screams. I know that, yes. Oh, I wonder if she ever made it home. <laughs> and as a kid, I remember like, dude, that's kind of fucking dark. That's a Weird yeah. Al song? Yeah. yeah. Damn, What's, how much time have you spent memorizing Weird Al lyrics? I don't know. It just turned, when we went, did the two-week <laughs> tour overseas, I didn't even know that Eric liked Weird Al. And then Rob was like, hey, why don't you guys sing me a Weird Al song? Joe's like, a big Weird Al fan. Uh, Joe, no, Joe, surprisingly, Joe likes They Might Be Giants more than he likes Weird Al. I believe that. Yeah. I cannot see him liking Weird Al. But Al's Joe likes all the old They Might Be Giants stuff, so I'm kind of like, all right. We should okay. say that you're tied in with the uh, murder, laugh- the yeah. murder mystery Die Laughing production. Yeah. But so that's how we spent most of our time, is if we were walking across base, Robbie like, uh, give me another song. And it turns out that Eric knows just as much Weird Al as I do. Mm. And even so much knows the pitch change. Oh, man. So then you two weirdos just we, started. Yeah, we would just start singing. <laughs> just a cover band yeah. of a parody. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, are there any other big hobbies? Are there any other things that you've like really taken up that maybe uh, people wouldn't even know? Uh, let me see. I did the guitar for a while. Well, I was learning guitar. Learned guitar for a year and a half, and then I had to build uh, superhero suits for a murder mystery. So then I had to stop learning guitar so I could learn how to do all that. Learn <laughs> Pepecura and foam yeah. fabrication. Um, yeah, but now uh, AutoCAD, all sorts of stuff. I just uh, So you're just an engineer. Yeah, basically. I'm an, an, an yeah, a, a engineer, engineer hobbyist. Yes. I think it's ironic that you of all people, wouldn't want a conversation podcast. I know, and... Uh, it's too easy for you. It would just... It, yeah. Because there's just so many of them. No one would listen. That's true. No, I mean, it's That's cool why, that you like, have a specific Laugh thing. Finder, oh. Laugh Finder has turned into that, where it's now... It's getting longer and longer, where half the show is us, is a talking head podcast, and yeah. it ends with... And, and I, I was, I was kind of thinking that, like, as this conversation has been progressing and the stuff that I had heard earlier, it's like... The first 15 minutes or 15 to 30 minutes is, is you just, or you guys bullshitting with whatever the guest is. Yeah, yeah. And then you jump into the game. Yeah, and the, the, what I like about it is a lot of times when we jump into the game, the riffs that we do while we're in the game refer to, you know, the conversation that we just had with. Yeah. So it's all tied in. Like, uh, Sonny, we, we had Sonny on, and all of us, Aaron Hinken uh, brought up that all of us have Sonny impressions. While Sonny was there, oh. and Sonny, and they were like, uh, let, he was like, let's hear some of your Sonny impressions. And Sonny was like, I don't sound like that man. And I was like, I don't sound like that man. <laughs> <laughs> so we all went around talking about doing Sonny impressions. Yeah, that was pretty I, good. I, I just thought of something. If you did DMT on Laugh Finder, you guys would be playing Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji Finder. Found Jumanji. Definitely I don't want to do DMT in the showroom at McGooby's. No. That would be kind of creepy. It's a... It's a quick trip, though, isn't it? Pretty quick, man. Um, I will tell you this: if you, the more times you've done it, or if you're used to kind of like, uh, like in a peak on like a mushroom trip, if you're mm -hmm. used to kind of looking for more and taking it further and really exploring the headspace, uh -huh. you might be able to stay there a little bit longer. But when it's like to the nth degree more than anything you've ever experienced, it is hard not to just snap out of it in a short amount of time. Like, we're talking three minutes is is about, unless you really stick to doing a shitload and just mm -hmm. can handle it, if you're doing a um, few hits till you're feeling like a, a what you think is a full-on DMT trip, it must feel like it because it's by far the most you've ever experienced, you're going to start wanting to snap out of it maybe three minutes in. You're going to start describing, oh, my God, it's so crazy. I can't believe it. You know, there's mm -hmm. just shapes, colors, and you start talking about it. And then they're like, I think I'm still tripping. And you're like, yeah, you know, you are. What? So three to five minutes is probably average in the beginning. But 15 to, to like 25 is like tops probably. Now, I know that you had said uh, you were taking a break because shit got too real. Well, you I still, just... Are you still taking a break? Um, No, and it's it's been amazing. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I just had done it a few times uh, in a row to the point where it wasn't crazy and, like, as um, full of energy and as vibrant and it was more normal, and uh -huh. I didn't like that. I like it feeling like a roller coaster. But uh, I always like doing it with other people. Yeah, yeah. So I just... I don't know if I really want to do it by myself. Uh, much any and maybe ever again on that end of it, right? Uh, so we went and saw uh, the new X Men movie, X Men Dark Phoenix. Yes, uh, which we weren't looking forward to. It. Uh, it, it was it was kind of boring. 
There were, there were people that died, and I didn't fucking care. But uh, I got baked as shit before we went to the movie theater, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and someone else came. It was me, Brian Preston, and someone else. And this other person... Uh, he was like, uh, he came late, which is odd because he was bitching about wanting to see it in 3D. So he got the full experience, but then he came to the movie late. Uh, but so he sits down and he leans over. He's like, Hey man, uh, I got this mushroom capsule. It's like 0.5 grams. You, you want to take it? And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm, I'm just fucking baked. I don't want to waste it on this movie. And he was like, no man, live a little. So I was like, okay. And I took it and I pretended to eat it and I put it in my pocket because I wasn't wasting a mushroom trip on that garbage movie. Yep. Yeah. yeah. If it's not, if you don't do it at special occasions, it stops being special. Yes. So... What'd you do with the capsule? Yeah, it's, it's still in my pocket on my vest. <laughs> I'm the gonna one, take it. Oh, you're not wearing time. it no, right now. So no, no, the vest no. I didn't bring it. Got, what you were motioning? I was like playing with my nipple. Still... I have very small nipples. That's <laughs> really. Do you want to say? Sure. All right. I got big nipples. Like, check that out. Oh that's my a, a small, god! Don't laugh at me. <laughs> no, to, it looks. To, like, he has small areolas. It looks like a skin graft. <laughs> <laughs> I've always hey. wanted. Like, let me see. Uh, now, see, that's a normal-sized human nipple. Yours is like a quarter of the size of mine. Mine is like your nipple. <laughs> My uh, nipple and areola are the size of your nipple. <laughs> that is different. That looks like if you got shot with a paintball gun. <laughs> it's not Were a nipple. Were you ever insecure about it? Uh, I, I remember the first time I realized that I had oddly small nipples. My sister had friends over, and I was maybe like 13. Is this the... Uh... Massage therapist sister? Yes, my massage therapist sister. Before she broke bad, uh, she was she had a room full of her friends, and I came down shirtless, and I was like, hey, ladies. And they were like, ah! And they all laughed at my nipples. How old were you? Maybe like thir- 11 or 13-ish. Because mm. I didn't start becoming uh, self-conscious about my nipples until about maybe four years ago. Why are you that? That's a normal nipple. Well, then I, I, I looked at them. It just kind of caught my eye one day in the mirror. I'm like, ah, these are a little bit bigger. Are you than saying they your nipple be. or your areola is big? The, the whole, the whole thing. No, that's 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 the, about a quarter. That's about the size that yeah, a dime fine. could cover my nipple. Every, it depends. I think it might be a nationality thing. It looks normal. Like if you were, wait, what, what nationality? Mean, nationality? Are you? Well, I think if like are you Polynesian? <laughs> no, I think if like an Italian guy was to see his nipples, they'd be like, he's got small nipples. Italian guys have big nipples. I think I, I, don't, somebody, I don't know this. What are your? Let's see much. your nipples. <laughs> I got. I got. Let's see. Oh, what's that? That's a silver dollar. That that thing? Thing? That's a little second. What is that? A little bump? I don't know. You should be concerned about that. Oh, that that's a that. that's a big nip. What is that? It's a big nipple. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a normal nipple. That's good. That's I'm good fine thing. by me. That's I don't good. mind it. Um, I've seen guys that like they overlap like Olympic rings. Yeah, I mean, I think nah, uh, no. I think but there like, are guys who like have saucer, considerably yeah. smaller normal nipples than me, and then there are guys who have bigger, like uglier nipples. I, I'm cool <laughs> with my nipple. I mean, as long as you're not like, um, honestly, I wouldn't mind having Tommy's nipples. Those are fine nipples. It's big, goofy Look. nipples, especially yeah. on a man, looks a little weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so there's also there was a trans doorman at Magoobies. I met him as Jack. Knew him as Jack. Jack's a good guy. Whatever. Started. Started as a woman. Started transitioned as a, woman. as a man. Was Tra- born. Born. Was born a woman. with a vagina. Okay. 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 Born uh, a man. Transitioned a woman. Now back. But you just it's <laughs> you don't vibe. lose trans. You're just another step. So Jack and I. He's into leatherworking for clearly different reasons than I started. Uh, 
Because he was like, oh, you do leather work? I was like, yeah, I, I LARPed. How'd you get into it? He was like, oh, like BDM bondage stuff. And I'm yeah, like, leather daddy oh, okay. type shit. Well, he just won the, like, he's the first trans person to win this leather daddy award in, like, D.C. <laughs> he's wow. very proud. Yeah. But he has pictures on his Facebook wall. Because uh, when I met him, I knew that Andrew had hired a trans door person. But I didn't think it was Jack. I was like, who? I, who's? And so he gave him Facebook friends. And uh, a lot of shirtless pictures of him on on the thing, and then I saw his nipples, and I was like, "Oh, that was a woman." <laughs> oh, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, gumdrops. Gumdrops. What is that? <laughs> like they look like a gumdrop. Like hanging down or like the, pointing out. Look, women's nipples are built different than men's because they serve a purpose. Well, not Ours all of like us the, have seen a lot of women's nipples. Uh, can, tell us more. No, okay, no. Uh, imagine a Gatorade cap. <laughs> <laughs> with a gumdrop on here top we, of here it. Here we go. Here's a Gatorade bottle. Uh-huh. Her nipple uh-huh. it was just big. Yeah, it and was then, always hard. Like <laughs> pointing. Yeah, like they, that. They that. botched something and <laughs> looked like a chewed piece of gum. <laughs> but but this is this is reformed nipple. This is transformed into a male nipple. I think if they if they go as far as to have a breast reduction or removal. Yes. Yeah. Then maybe the doctor should uh, taper the nipple, have a more masculine nipple. Maybe they fucked it up. I mean, sometimes you look at plastic surgery and you're, you're just shocked that's what they tried to do. I've well, got, oh, I had a, had an ex-girlfriend. She had breasts that were divined by Mike. They, like Michelangelo had sculpted these himself, fake? right? What? Were they fake? No, they were real, 100% real, and they were great. But she tore my heart out, and she was a bitch, and then she got breast reduction. So they were fake. She got got breast reduction, and they fucked up her boobs. And I was like, yes! Yes. Yes! Reduction. Yeah. Do you want want me to go into that? No, I know what they do. (laughs) I've heard of it. I've heard somebody, I know somebody had to have it done. Reduction means make smaller. But Ah. but you said she had the best boobs ever. It's an odd candidate to... Hold on, they were big boobs? Uh, Well, when we first started dating, no. And then three years... Okay, so we dated for like a year. She had puberty. (laughs) (laughs) Once she turned 16... (laughs) All bets were off. Once the pubes grew around her penis, really turned me off. No, but uh, so we. Uh, but then she l- left me saying that she wanted to take a break. Three months later, was engaged to another guy. Bitch. I guess she was very happy with this guy because then she started eating and ballooned up. The guy left her at the altar. Uh, nah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. God. So, uh, and then so she lost a bunch of weight rapidly, but still kept these boobs. So then when we were hooking up again, now it was like I was dating, I was hang, you know, having sex with an ex, but now with like Salvador Dali, yeah, with way bigger them. boobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, didn't sag, but I guess eventually they started to sag, and she was self conscious about her boobs. Okay, so she got her. She said that she was having back problems, so that her insurance would, would pay cover for it. it. Yeah. So it's a it's a health and they issue at that point, and they fucked them up. I actually, there was uh, one time I had that, to... That's gotta be the greatest revenge. Yeah, well, I had to cut hard ties with her because she, I, I I was at the Renaissance Festival, and she was there and got way too familiar with me, my fiancé there, and so I had oh, to geez. like... Oh, with... I had to hard cut ties, so I waited, and there was an opportunity to publicly insult her on Facebook. <laughs> so you and took I it. Just, yeah. I said that, uh, I said that, like, that I heard that, like, her tits got fucked up. I... I said that. Uh, oh, you it? went. In, you went in. Fucking well, that's not. Hard. I said I heard in the new uh, Human Centipede three they remove a curtain and it's just two Asian guys sewn to her breasts. Oh my god! I said that like her tits look like two of Freddy Krueger's baby pictures next to each other. Damn. <laughs> you know what though? That's good. 
It feels good to stand up when somebody's like a, a shitty person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like, you can say whatever you want. We had that conversation in our first episode. About a guy that you know, my arch nemesis, <laughs> no, the bane of my existence. Mike Finazzo? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin the- fucking Baker. <laughs> <laughs> what, was the, what, what was the one dude who was talking a bunch of shit? Um, to me? Yeah, he was Walt? like. Walt. Oh, yeah, Walt. Walt, yeah, Walt got diabetes. Guy. So there you go. Uh, go uh, figure. You're winning, Mike. Yeah. See, see him now. Catch me in the cage now. Yeah. Him and I were gonna like fight or something. Yeah, yeah. That he told me he was gonna him. beat me up with a baseball bat. I mean, now if he had a bat, that would be a tough fight. Where's, yeah, what's he gonna carry around a bat? Just gotta get close in. Yeah, he's slow. He's dopey. Just bland. take the first one to the forearm. Try and do your best. I hope it doesn't break. I took yeah. a bat to the forearm once when I cut a guy with a box cutter. God, you cut a guy me. with a You've box cutter. Life, do you want to hear that story? I'll tell yeah. you. Yes, I okay. fucking do. Nah, You're like nah. boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. Us no, more no, about no. Dumb shit. Let's talk Never. about let's talk about fucking leather. Dumb work. shit you want to tell us. You Not got a you got a box cutter story. <laughs> okay, so uh, I grew up in Southwest Baltimore City, and the neighborhood started getting worse and worse. Right, what, which neighborhood? Uh, Lakeland. Okay. Lakeland is across the track, the train tracks from Westport. I never even mm. heard of it. Yeah, uh, and it's a, you know where Lansdowne is. Yeah. Like, yes. Okay, so you go Lansdowne, you cross Patapsco Avenue. There's Lakeland. You cross train tracks. There's Westport. Okay. And to the to the right, there's Cherry Hill. Mm-hmm. Right. But there was a small suburb community. Not a good area. Not a good. Baltimore. Well, it, it started being. It was when I when I was a kid. It was a good area. But right around my teens, it started the urban blight. Um. So. I was carrying a box cutter, one of those cheap ones where it was just a metal sleeve. The orange ones where you like no, no, not, clink not the it ones up. that had the clink. Even cheaper than that, where it's just a metal sleeve that has a slide arm that you put a razor blade into, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was in my back pocket. And we're walking home from it was me, and my buddy John, who I have another story about him. He's the guy I sprayed with a super soaker full of piss and coffee. Oh, that's the story mm-hmm. I heard about in the uh, the um, digression sessions yeah, yeah. podcast. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, yeah, thank it's you. it's thank hilarious you. though. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he did the same thing to his ex, <laughs> <laughs> and her shitty I sp- nipples. I sprayed her shitty tits with pissing cup. <laughs> I wouldn't even use my real thing. It's just so gross. Yeah, I wouldn't I even just, piss on her. I yeah. painted. I painted Jacked a super off the soaker. old photos of her into it, and then it's the only way. When her tits <laughs> were looking right. nice, I, I wish I going. knew what I jerked off to to get that cup. Mm. I, I should have been something gross. Like motorcycle accidents just or something. The super soaker, just you looking at a super soaker. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so we uh, uh, there was a we park. digress. Yeah. <laughs> there was a park behind my house that had like swings, basketball court, blah blah blah. We're leaving. Um, the park was in the middle of the community, so we're leaving my buddy John's girlfriend's house, and we were going to cut through the park. But there were fifteen urban youths. Urban. Yeah, playing basketball. So we were like, okay, well, let's just, we'll go around the park. Yeah, not even. We're not going to cut through the park. So we go around and we get up to the top of my street and they come walking up from the park. They had finished playing basketball and I knew a couple of them. So they went walk, my buddy, uh, they, my two buddies, they crossed the street and I walked like between this group and like a wall. And I was like, hey, Antonio. Like, I, I knew one of them. And then I saw movement <laughs> out of the corner of my eye, and I mo- turned my head so someone punched the back of my head, and my Holy glasses shit. came off. 
And I would love to tell you that I was able to beat up 15 people. But surprisingly, no. I ended up on the ground, so I just curled up into a ball. Eventually, they got tired of kicking me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know why? Didn't have orange slices. There was Mm. nobody to give them orange slices and pickle chips. Yeah, because they were dehydrated. Yeah, Mm. because they were playing basketball before. Yeah. So, um... They leave and I get up to get my glasses and uh, this one there was one kid left and he was like you better turn the fuck around I was like I'm getting my fucking glasses well then he runs around the corner gets that group again and they come back over God. and again Round I'm, two? On, yeah, I'm, I'm on the ground they're kicking me and everything so then they take off by the time that ends my dad is walking up the street with this big like four foot oak cudgel like this big stick and my sister was coming with her big mouth and uh, <laughs> yeah. And we we also had a we also had a very large dog that was would have licked them to death like a very friendly dog, yeah. and um, my dad was like okay well I called the police, um, let's follow them at a distance to keep an eye on them for when the police come. So we go up through the neighborhood. Now this group of fifteen met up with another group of fifteen right Shoot. up nearby Patasco Avenue. So you got thirty coming 30. after you. So now there's, uh, and we're we're staying about a block back. Um, but my sister, she was the one like, why y'all motherfuckers got me jumping people like fucking bitches? And they circled her and would attack her like wolves. Like one would come in from behind and punch her. Punch when her she would, yeah, Beat when your she sister? Would, when she would turn, then another would come in and punch her. So my Holy dad, shit. my dad goes in, they like five of them bum rush my dad and knock him over. And uh, this, this kid named Beaver, who was like six, five, he picks up the stick, the big stick and starts beating my father Damn. with it. Right? You're six, five. You're not allowed to be in a group of 30 beating people up. Yeah, so no. I run in, and I run in, and the, ver- the he swung once, and I blocked with my forearm, swung twice, blocked my forearm, but this time, my hand went into my back pocket, and I grabbed that box cutter. Oh, yeah. shit. And the third time I blocked, I stepped in, and I just swiped, just, just straight across, Cut right? Well, I didn't know. I thought I got his shirt, right? So Beaver stops and drops the, the thing, and I run over and pick it up. He takes off. I turn. Some kid punches me in the face, and then they scatter like roaches. Cops come. Cop car comes in the thing. And the cops, like, uh, my dad's holding his hand and everything. And um, I was like, look, I might have, I said, I'm sorry. I, I have this box cutter. I might have cut one of their shirts. And the cop was like, dude, it was self-defense. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Cop, the yeah. Baltimore City, BCPD's rolling in. Like, yeah, and he was like, uh, you're, you're not good. dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, your dad fine. and your sister. So my Fuck dad it. was like, my dad was like, my, my arm, I think I might What do you see what we're going to do to him? <laughs> my dad was like. Uh, Rough ride. <laughs> <laughs> they were the, and that's how Freddie Gray lost his life. Now they, uh, so my dad was like, I think I might have a fighter's fracture because uh, I hit one of them, God. and then my sister was like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> she said that, yeah, yeah. So we we're all like, what? So we all had to go to the hospital. I had to get two stitches in my lip. They fixed the uh, the abrasion on my arm. My dad was put in a cast because of his fighter's fracture. Turns mm. out my sister wasn't pregnant. <laughs> Uh, but while we're sitting there, she just had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> she thought, <laughs> I think one of them made me pregnant. <laughs> Lots of plot twists. You in know, your you life. know how you get jumped and then you're pregnant. <laughs> Heat of battle. There was thirty of them. <laughs> what ba- did you want me to do? It's a battle, baby. I wasn't gonna not fuck one of them. <laughs> I fucked my way out of that circle. <laughs> So, so, uh, but my buddy Jonathan comes in, the two guys that ran, um, which John had been in like a car accident Pussy. years before, and uh, he had a fractured collarbone because they they jumped him. Yeah. Um, but he came in and he said, 66, 
And I was like, what is that? And he was like, that's how many staples it took to close Beaver's chest. Mm. So apparently I got him and just Oh, my right God. Across. You fucking just yeah. laid him open. Yeah. Holy so, shit. I was like, oh, okay. That's cool. Good. So, I'm glad I invited you into my house. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Do you have 15 youths, urban youths in the other room? And now here's Beaver. Bring him on. We're surprising you with Beaver. <laughs> you should see his nipple now. Blaine, forgive her, forget, forgive her, forget with Beaver. Can you forgive Tommy? Yeah. And Tommy, <laughs> can you forgive Beaver? We cool now, Beaver. <laughs> he didn't actually get your sister pregnant. It was all. Yeah, she. it was a miscarriage. She's just running yeah, her it's mouth. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> just, she had sex with run. another another roaming back gang of teens, uh, and that's where my nephew came from. Oh, man. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Yeah. He might, is he listening to the show? My is nephew? He out there? <laughs> or Beaver? Your nephew. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Cool. Wherever he is. <laughs> um, yeah, well, let's do it. There was another story you wanted to tell, right? Or did, I can't know. There was something you said that you could tell us, but maybe we forget that. Mm-hmm. There was something you, but it doesn't matter. Do you remember what it was? Do you know what it was? Mm, um, it was right before the Super Soaker thing. You said something, which is a story you said you could tell, but it's not that important. We can always. Uh, I think it was a story you just told. Yeah, I just. I which mean, is I'm, probably going to be better than any story that he was that's going true. to tell. <laughs> Let me tell you the time that, that I got a good score on my SATs, guys. Yeah, let's hear about your <laughs> leatherworking. I studied and I studied. I didn't even take the SATs. You didn't? No. I took them once. I, I just took, I never didn't like plan for it. I just went one time. One of my friends was taking them. I'm like, I'll take them with you. I took them twice. One time I was sick, and the other time I forgot my calculator. Mm. So did not score very high. <laughs> so the second time was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I just went straight into community college. I was the only guy there, like counting on my fingers. Oh, my square roots are. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is a good question for you. Mm-hmm. And. We are going to have Joe on the podcast soon, Robinson? I think. Uh, he texted yeah. me saying he wanted to come okay. on. Okay, okay. Or he would come on. I, I assume that means... He'll come on. He would come 100% here. 100% Joe will. Do yeah. you know the kind of backstory? <laughs> yeah. He knows enough. I mean, yeah. he, you, did you listen to the Robin Joe show? I did, did I listen? Yes, I did listen to that episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he knows enough. They, they talked about it again on the next one, but it was, it was just kind of recapping the conversation I had with Joe and we've already talked about it and it's not that no reason to give any backstory. If you listen to the first episode, you heard some of it. Um, question to you yeah. as somebody in a year and a half of guitar, how yeah. good would you say you got? Uh, I knew everything but my bar chords. <laughs> so bar you knew chords all the still... chords you knew, like, could you play the neck of the guitar in like a key? No, no. So no. you don't know any theory. No, I just no knew. Notes. Nope. Nope, I just knew my chords. I've, seen, like I've been chords. watching you, and you made. I thought you've come, man. You're great. You're pretty well, good as shit now. So, and that's the question: is I mean, for a year and a half in, what what do you think as somebody who's done it a year and a half? What what do you think in general of of where I'm? Honestly, I mean, you can be as as brutal as you want. No, honestly, I think your playing has come a long way. I, I wish I could play the guitar as well as you play it. Okay, I'm going to do songs when Joe comes on. That'll mm-hmm. be the first time I do it well, on stop, the podcast. Because I think it'd be funny as shit that if, if for whatever reason, he's here. It's a surprise. To just kind of no, ambush can, well, him Well, we with talked it. about it last time, too. Yeah, I if know. If he listens, he listens. He, he probably doesn't. doesn't listen, so I think it's it'd be not oh going to make God. a difference if he knows. Joe, apparently, okay, so Joe was at the, do you know about the, uh, the Blunt Questions podcast? No. Joe was at some party with Katie. 
which Joe is maybe 25 years older than Katie. We talked yeah. about that. Okay. So uh, Joe goes to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, Mike went into long <laughs> detail. That. That. We didn't, didn't so bluntly. We didn't cover it. Like Mike point. I don't know if you know about Joe's soft pedophilia. <laughs> yes. Uh, but so he, but he was on this pot, or he walks away from Katie, he comes back, there's this guy that is flirting with Katie, this drunk guy. And, like, the guy even went as far as to put his finger in the hole, and Katie had, like, a hole Whoa. in her jeans. In her jeans? Oh, uh, and, like, she was, yeah, was like, hey, can I have a lighter? Like, like, the guy's hardcore flirting. So Joe just went over there to be like, hey, how's it going? And just was, like, <laughs> shitting on the guy. And the guy was so drunk, the guy didn't know. Turns out the guy has a podcast called Blunt Questions. Uh, Joe, oh, no, I did hear about this yeah. on the show. Sorry, sorry, no, not no. to cut you off. So Joe is now obsessed with this podcast. Loves every second of it. It is the hardest thing to fucking listen to. And I heard every episode of Brian Callahan's podcast. <laughs> like, this is a garbage podcast. They have they have mics on, right? It's video, so it's on YouTube, right? Uh, they have their camera set up. Everyone has a mic in front of them, but they are using camera audio for the fucking podcast. Uh, so they're not pulling from the mics? No, it's just like, like, why do you have a fucking mic in front if you're not going to use mic audio? <laughs> Joe's a fan of this podcast. L- loves loves it, it. Loves it because he loves to shit on it. Yeah. Joe okay. just likes to shit on things. Like his, so that's probably why uh, he's listening. Yeah. He's probably listening to this right now. He bought a yeah. shirt. He bought one, a blunt question shirt. He has a notification every time there's a new episode, and he texts all of us in the murder mystery group. And I'm like, you don't listen to my podcast, but you will listen to this guy's podcast. <sighs> God. Oh. <laughs> That's God. interesting. Uh-huh. It's good to know that that other people see that um, in him because I talked about how he only looks on the negative side of things too. <laughs> so he's gonna have but some hey, answering to do. I tell you what, though, it it takes a bit because uh, Joe can come off as a dick, but he's a really good fucking guy. I oh, really I'm do sure fucking love Joe. I, I just only know him by his interactions by me. When mm-hmm. he does me well and he's a good guy to me more, I, then I will have a different dynamic with him. I get it. I totally get it. It's not. It's nothing personal. I'm sure he's a good guy. I mean, you know, he's whatever. Um, it was just <laughs> interesting to say that that you don't want that. He said, "I just am the type of person that doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want anyone mad at me." Who Joe said that? That's what he said. Yeah. Very, very sincere, man. Oh, well. very heartfelt. But that's an odd way to be. When the first way you describe somebody, that's how he is. He likes to shit on things. He likes to know he about does. things so he can talk shit he, on them. He does. Joe loves to hate things. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, and yeah. that's just the way he is. You can't, you know, it's in his nature. I'm telling you, once you get to know him, he's just, it's one of those friends that bust balls. And yeah, he's, he's I'm a cool good with that. Yeah. yeah. I like that to a degree. Mm-hmm. You know, you just handle it however you handle it. Um, you like it until someone starts taking out your... Uh... Don't no, play. it has nothing to do specifically with that. But it's you know you what? No choice. I will say this: back. Joe doesn't play guitar. I know. Joe and doesn't know how hard it is. To, or, and that's or why sing. I asked you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah I, I, every time you have a video, I watch. I'm like, God damn it! If I should have stuck with it, because I want to be able to play like that. Yeah. Do you like it though? What playing guitar? No. Do you like his videos? Yeah, I like watching <laughs> him play. No. Do you physically? Like him. Do I click he like does. on it? He I likes do. a lot of them. Oh, yeah. cool. He actually does. He's oh, very supportive. Right. I put an angry face. Then He's very supportive. Then you, then you are a fan. Yeah, yes. I like when anybody's learning anything new. I, I'm fucking all about it. That's the interesting part of the journey, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the natural part that a lot of people want to share themselves. Mm-hmm. And then when you get better and more like solidified in your thing, you don't put it out there as much. Other people kind of do. Yeah, it's yeah. the nature of stuff that you do. Yeah, I only put one video of me playing guitar 
on on Facebook, and then I was like, I don't, I'm not gonna do that again because that's how long it takes me to learn a song. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, it, it puts you in a vulnerable situation too, yeah. man. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, stuff. especially when you're like, hey, here's something that I'm learning. Look yeah. at this. Yeah, like I'd rather be like, because no one when I'm building a project. No one ever clicks on like, hey guys, I'm learning how to do laser cutting. Yeah. No one will ever like that. They just want to see the final product. Oh uh, right. yeah, and that, that that I didn't even think about that. That translates into exactly what like the stuff that you do too, with like yeah. the leather working and all that kind of shit too. Yeah, yeah they so. don't want to see how it's made. They just want to see. No one wants to see you grinding up a horse to make spaghetti. Yeah, you don't want to. See, you don't want to see how the sauce. That how spaghetti? Yeah, with horses. I've never made spaghetti. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's how it's done. Horse, yeah, horses, horses, spaghetti, Let's see, anuses, mm-hmm. uh, lips, <laughs> lips, asshole, hot dog spaghetti. That would be great. Oh, no, no. Damn that's some poor With ketchup shit. and mustard. Just yeah, that is in. poor people shit. Have you seen? We're in they, Abingdon, Mike. They'll cut up hot dogs and then before they boil the spaghetti, they'll put it through the hot dog mm. and then you boil it with the hot dog, and so then the spaghetti is through the hot dog. Wow. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like hot dogs. That is some gourmet garbage. <laughs> that sounds... I mean, yeah, I'm not it's, a huge fan. If I'm at, like, a ball game or something, if I'm drunk, I'll have a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, But I'm not yeah. going to... Or if I'm a Chicago-style hot dogs. Those are good. Mm. But a regular fucking pig anus, of, no. like, thin bologna on a bun, I'm not into Yeah. Are you a are you a cooker? You like cooking? I like to cook. I can make. I uh, I made. I have a recipe where I do. Uh, I take Gordon Ramsay's recipe for um, um, shepherd's pie, mm-hmm. and I stuff peppers with it. Oh, you've so done make, it. Yeah, I make stuffed peppers so it has like the mints at the bottom, and then the uh, the cheese infused uh, potato mashed potatoes on top. And is it cooking as a hobby? It used to be. Used to be. Used to be. I got I got really into cooking and uh, doing dishes and not like making not doing dishes. Doing well, dishes. Slow down. That's I used to love cleaning, cleaning dishes. Yeah. I got I got a couple you can clean up. Oh man, so hard. <laughs> uh, my tiny nipples are wrecked. Who <laughs> <laughs> put sponges on them? Tommy yeah, does I everything to about washing dishes and like what the do's and don'ts. He's in- <laughs> Whoa, dude, is that a citrus based <laughs> cleanser? You using a Brillo pad on that, bro. <laughs> You're not stick coating. You do not spray Pam on that. Using <laughs> <laughs> a pillow Brad on that, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking walking around your kitchen. This thing got a convection bag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. yeah. We can. Um, gotta say we we'll we'll plan another. What do you think? Like another eleven minutes. What we got with the last eleven minutes? Any ideas? Anything fun to talk about? Um. Do you do you have a did you list more things this oh, week? You have lists. Steve occasionally brainstorms lists of things to talk about. And by occasionally he means he did it once. I time. did it once. Oh. Yeah. Well, what about we're an occasional pod? You know. What about how now there's two states that have legalized psilocybin as a recreational uh, drug? What states? Colorado, and or my okay. So the other county. one is in yeah. Oh, the other okay. one's in California, right? It's. You know yeah, I, I do, I do, and then there's another there's another state that's actually having it coming. I up think for it's Illinois. It's yeah. uh, Illinois. Uh, I thought the second one you were talking about was that. Really? Yeah. So now you're gonna see people using bullet time to like dodge all the gunfire in Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> like Neo. But I and I heard it's Amsterdam. Uh, Amsterdam doesn't even you can't get mushrooms in Amsterdam anymore. Because people, the tourists would go there just to get fucked up on mushrooms well, and like fall into a, a fjord or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard uh, Amsterdam isn't 
maybe not like cracking down on their laws, but maybe the police are getting a little bit tighter because of all the tourists just coming in. Yeah, yeah. and getting and they think up. that they that, you know nobody gives a fuck anymore. Yeah. Meanwhile, Colorado's like, hey, do you like to snowboard? Do you like to smoke weed? Do you like to do mushrooms? Here's yeah. some mushrooms on top of it. The day after they legalized it, I called my friend Sean Savoy, who does shows out in Denver. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, book me on shows. Let's go. Let's go. To, so we might be going in August nice. to Colorado. So what's it come in uh, capsule form? I have no idea. Probably come if Probably. any way you want. I don't know if it's... Me- is it voting to make it medical or is no, it voting to make it recreational? Hold so on. It's, it's, not it's, ca- it's already been voted on yeah. or yeah, it's, it's already passed. passed? Yeah, it passed. It just oh, shit. Decriminal- it legalizes it. It doesn't mean... I mean, I'm assuming places can sell it. I don't know if that's an FDA regulation. I don't know how it works. I'm sure it's only so illegal. That's nothing. You don't know all the ins well, it's and probably like alcohol. Like, you have to have a license to sell it then, I would But imagine. would you be able to... But you could make your own? You could grow know. your own. I don't know. That's um, you could at least forage, maybe. Well, it it's would have to, it would have to fall under like the same uh, category and principle as like weed. Well, mm-hmm. no, because they have grow houses. So, but weed was. I mean, medical. that shit. That shit is on the state level legal, but still federally illegal. Mm-hmm. Well, you, well, that's definitely true. But as far as just because a state. Like legalizes it doesn't mean that the only way you can get it is through that. Like in Maryland, I don't know if it's legal to grow your own pot, right? No, not, it's not. No. And I don't know if it's legal to even. I don't know what's legal and what's not, but just yeah. because it it's not a medicinal thing, at least not yet. Um, but people can do them, mm-hmm. so I guess you can just. I guess. You can just either pick them or grow them. Well, or I know something. with with picking them. Um, I know that uh, from picking them, the legality comes into effect. The illegality of how it is dried. If you with the mushrooms, yeah. If you put them through a mechanical process of drying, then it's assumed that you because it's are manufacturing. Doing, yeah, that you that are uh, with intent to distribute. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. In terms of like. If you were to just if you put them in a them. in a really dry room, so I guess distributing them them would be illegal. Yeah, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Well, that's because um, that's how DC gets around all of their laws. Because you can't. It, it, I think it's. I'm probably completely wrong, but mm-hmm. I think it's like completely legal in DC, but you can't sell it. Yeah. Weed. weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can like. Sell somebody a fifty dollar jar of apple juice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then and then have an gift. eighth attached. Well, there to was it. a guy that was selling uh, the they, he got busted, but he was selling his mixtape. And if you bought a fifty dollar copy of his mixtape, yeah, you, you get, get a fifty dollar f- gift. Yeah, you get an eighth. Or but a, they have yeah, they do that a lot. There's traveling open air markets that happen. I've been in, uh, I've done shows where people are like, hey, we're heading to the open air, and you go in and you buy voucher, uh, you buy vouchers at the door. And you can go in and people are selling all sorts of shit. And then it just like they just give that a voucher. translates into that like, hey, yeah. I bought this voucher so I can yeah. get your gift yeah, yeah, type yeah. deal. Which is just it's so stupid. Just legalize it. I know. There's yeah. no there's no fucking reason. Well, for they, it. If, if the they're prison industrial do it, complex would collapse. May, maybe Colorado is different here, even though they're a state that benefited off of, of weed big time. The average state, the average government is gonna say, A should this be illegal and and b if we make it legal how is it going to benefit us 
is yeah, probably yeah, yeah. the process. Well, so it, they, it benef- they want taxes. Yeah, yeah they, it benefit it benefits the government off of taxes because uh, uh, Colorado is like. But that's what I'm saying in in reference to the saying of well, why not? It should just be legal. It's like well, that's not the way our government. I yeah. don't think. Yeah, because the government the government. That would be too wanna, nice of them. They have to monetize it. Yeah, yeah it's a like, it's I commodity. Don't think, I don't, I don't think that you them. can grow your own tobacco and then make your own cigarettes. No, actually, them. I think you can. You can? Really? Guys, I think. I, I think have an it, idea for a business. I'm, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on uh, this, but I no, think. No, you're my legal counselor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just a white boy from Abingdon, so yes. Your Honor, he makes cables and knows the law. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can have on, like, a um, predetermined amount of land. I think you can grow tobacco. Why not that you can grow tobacco? I don't know that you can... Uh, oh, for resale? This country no, that you can make your own founded. cigarettes and sell them. Oh, and then tobacco. that's when it comes into the... <laughs> yeah. uh, the Illegal, yeah, because when that guy that Eric Garner he was choked to death <laughs> Hands for up. selling loose cigarettes, yeah, that you can't right? be doing that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally <laughs> illegal. I see it, I see it. <laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> An idiot. <laughs> Those would eventually kill people. The, all right, this is a good question <laughs> for cancer. Steve here. You've never eaten mushrooms, have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. You had a... like a big dose Wait of Wait a minute. Them? How no. is this the first time you two have had this conversation? Because uh, we're work friends. Oh, okay. And, uh, and, okay. and I didn't have them until towards the end slash not working in that, right? You know what I mean? Because we had a couple years we didn't work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few years, almost. Like, I, I don't even know if I had... Maybe I tried them right when I stopped working, or maybe like a nine months later. I didn't find out that you had started drinking until after you had, like, we had stopped working. It's together. relatively new. Well, I, I actually drank <laughs> after I had already, I had already eaten mushrooms and yeah. I had already tried DMT. Once he listened to one Joe Rogan podcast, yeah, oh, <laughs> totally, it was a dude. That's your process, though. It took me. I knew I was going to do DMT. <laughs> I just had to figure my own thing. It was it a was, long thing. We it, talked about it already, but it was rum raisin. Uh, the reason I smoked cake. weed was to eventually smoke DMT. The reason I did ate mushrooms was to eventually smoke. I knew that's what I wanted oh, okay. to do. You were training Everything. for DMT. D- drinking was just, you know what? I've already done these other things. I don't like the idea of feeling like shit tomorrow, like the next morning. Mm-hmm. I think I can just be out on dates because I was single again. And I was like, I think I can just have a few drinks with somebody out and it not be a big deal. And I was right. And I've never even really been drunk. So that's the the drinking thing. But, okay, so You're mushrooms. missing out. This is what I will say. <laughs> what would be, to somebody who's never done, or how much, like, if you had, like, a very large dose of mushrooms where you've tripped heavy, like, have oh, you ever, yeah. like, closed-eye visual-type heaviness? Yeah, or yeah. What? I mean, here I've eaten a foy. You ever have okay. that? You ever have that where you had your you trip so fucking hard you try to lay down and you just hear a recorder playing like eh, eh, eh. <laughs> maybe I no. Mean, no oh that was my it's my brain <laughs> it sounds like a well, kid badly no, playing I believe, a recorder I, I believe you that it can definitely go there and I, I've I maybe I'm a little removed I haven't done like a heavy mushroom trip in a, in a long Me time either I haven't tripped hard my my favorite mushroom trips are just the like me like. A gram or two, and just yeah. kind of two. Have a two grammer is a good evening. Yeah, yeah. have a good body trip. Yeah. Five then, gram. I, I always done feel a five like gram. 
You have? I said I haven't done a five gram lately. Do you remember when I had that Super Mario mushroom that was like eight grams? Yeah. Did I ever show you the video of me? Yeah. I had that, and I smoked DMT on that. That was the hardest I've ever tripped. Probably. So wait, you had one mushroom that, that was, was, it was eight and a half grams? Eight and a half grams, dude. Giant. Uh, I've had. I've had. Why? A, well, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It just grew that way. No, he like, why? Why would big. you look at it and be like, okay, I'm gonna eat. Because I was curious about tripping. I mean, I, I was I was interested in it. The first time doing it. I'm going to eat eight, it was eight and a half time. grams and just kind of... Have you guys ever seen... I loved it. It was fascinating. It was wild. Have you ever over? watched the show uh, Trailer Park Boys? Yes. Okay. It yeah. took me a while to get into it, but... That's how I was with at it. At work, I, I've ended up... I've watched 11 seasons of it. I, like, I binge-watched it. The end of the 11th episode, they get arrested. Uh, they're in an RV. And they know they're going to go to jail because of evading the cops and property damage. But then he was like, it's not going to be that bad. But then the one guy pulls out three ba- three pounds of mushrooms. He was like, oh, well, when they find this, though. <laughs> and so it's it's seven of them. They're like, we just got to fucking eat all these mushrooms before we surrender to the police. So they eat, they split three pounds of mushrooms. Uh. And then they, they're in the police cell. And they're like, oh. the one guy's like, oh. <laughs> it's been about a half hour, man. It's starting to kick Whoa. in. And that was like, no, it's fine. Everyone's fine. And you hear someone like, holy shit. <laughs> and they all look off screen. They go, oh, and he was like, and then it pans out. He's like, I'm a fucking cartoon. <laughs> and then they all become cartoons. And that's where the season ends. And then the next season is entirely animated. And the whole premise is that they're still they're fucking tripped. tripping on yeah. these mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, that would be insane, dude. I can't even imagine that. Three pounds. What eating three pounds of mushrooms? I can't imagine. I I, I wouldn't. I would want to be with like friends who I really want to hang around with, or yeah. be somewhere that I'm really excited to be to even do an eighth, um, or, or want to be through that th- that much of it. It's just because I think once you've done it enough times, it kind of loses its. its you know, oh, this yeah. is so wild. It's funny. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah. mind blowing, especially when you've done DMT. It's just such a low level experience, which, mm-hmm. in order to make it through a long one, I kind of like ramping it up with DMT. Mm. Like that's kind of like the the long form trip for me is to just peaking it on your stacking. own. Yeah, like now, well, like mushrooms is like a, I'm going out and doing something. I'm going to take mushrooms that's great. with yeah. me. Like Hiking. I'll go to the Renaissance Festival and do mushrooms. Great. You, yeah. You don't even need to look at your phone. You're just going to do your thing, and and you're so caught up in it. You, you can't have a bad time, probably. It might yeah. get a little intense, that was, but... The, the last time I ate them, it was like maybe a gram and a half, and then I was living in the city and just kind of went around. It was like February, just ate them. It was a beautiful day, didn't have work, mm-hmm. and just walked around Patterson Park for like two hours. Now. Yeah. Just enjoyed it. Yeah. And then went back home and... There's tripping Enjoyed like the rest that, of it. and then there's tripping like, uh, there's no way I could walk, there's no way I could oh, yeah. talk, yeah, there's I, like, I can't even figure out well, what's that, happening. That, I mean, there's there's that aspect of everything, there's there's that aspect of a trip, there's a, that aspect of being stoned, yeah. Yeah. there's that aspect yeah, of being drunk. I don't like being, there's that uncomfortable high when you're in yeah. the grocery store and you're like, I oh, The dude, zombie probably. where yes. you're just kind of looking at stuff and- Everything's an experience. Yeah. Someone's so asking you a question, you just kind of look at them and go, yeah. give them the, the slow kind of, blink. When like, you have to pay and you just say, is this enough? Yeah, you're <laughs> the nicest person to deal with, but you're clearly uncomfortable. Yeah, like yeah, to yeah. them, they're probably looking at you like, he's not even looking at me, you're like, looking down you're all like <laughs> it's fun though it's funny to look back on and reflect on but it's something to go through yeah but it fucking sucks yeah, it's the not moment. the best yeah i want to do another big trip soon hmm. uh, mushroom yeah mushroom trip have you done acid yeah 
I've never done acid. Acid was a bit much. Yeah. Acid kind of scares me, but intrigues me. It's just like if Dude. you take, it's the intensity, full intensity of a mushroom trip. If you do like one, one bloop, like one little drop. Yeah. Uh, it's the full intensity of a mushroom trip just stretched out for 12 hours. That yeah. sounds like It's you, different for me, man. But, but yeah, but no, but I mean, it is You've longer. done acid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will tell you this, for me, it is a little bit more of a psychotic looseness feeling, like like the screws are loose in a way that's exciting to see, but you you don't feel as, um, with mushrooms, it seems like something else a little bit. Like you're picking up on things you don't normally pick yeah. up on, and you're seeing things a way that is like a mushroom trip acid just screws the looseness up isn't up down isn't down and you can't you can't comprehend it like right now i can't fully imagine what it might look like it might be swirls it kind of dampens certain parts of like visual reality and your senses but then you do have that like quick fast paced thinking which is similar to a mushroom trip but acid i would say you sweat a little more yeah. you're a little bit more sped up feeling i mean nothing on and you can just lose 2 hours if yeah. you just put headphones on and lie back and then when you try to like move around the come down is a little bit longer and i don't think there's as nice of an afterglow like Mm -mm. like 10 hours after eating mushrooms you feel amazing you feel great to be back you good um acid is a little bit like you kind of feel worn yeah you feel worn down yeah just physically like mushrooms (laughs) my body just went through everything mushrooms are are mentally draining in the moment but rejuvenating to have gone through Mm -hmm. acid is draining to have gone through period and afterwards it just you feel drained for me and i do think as somebody who talks to people extensively about experience and was very cautious about getting in and doing what i did and have done is that everybody who takes acid too much or or like has like 10, 15, 20, maybe 30. Maybe they're the person who's done it 50 times. Mm-hmm. It turns on them. Acid is the one that gives intense PTSD that makes people not feel like they fully came down. I'm not saying that doesn't happen on other forms of tripping, but acid is the one that scars uh, psychedelia for a lot of people mm-hmm. and it makes it feel kind of evil or it makes them, you know, you get a lot of people who commit suicide after eating acid. Really? Um, not a lot. I mean, enough. Well, when the government doses you, it doesn't tell yeah, you. Yeah, when, you when, you're, when you're a soldier in the 60s. And, <laughs> and acid is just risky. Like, you can get bad acid. It's like, you know, you don't know exactly yeah, what you're getting. Yeah, it, because it, there's like hairspray. M- mushrooms, shit, it's yeah. just... Yeah, mushrooms are mushrooms. There's so many research chemicals now that make you have a psychedelic experience that have a lot of risk, last even longer. Well, might be more euphoric in the moment, but burn up your serotonin and you just beat up. That's the th- one of the things that I'm excited about uh, with mushrooms being legal in Colorado, which probably means that we're going to get uh, higher... Uh, we'll probably get some pan azures out this way, like yeah. some flying saucers, and not because uh, there's there's two types of psilocybin yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. genus and species wise. You got mm-hmm. your psilocybin cubensis, and then you have your uh, panillus azurus or whatever it is, pan azures. But uh, and then they have three times as much uh, psilocybin in them. And yeah, then, yeah, and so you're talking intense visual. I, I think like actually what it is, I think there's psilocybin branches. Mm-hmm. Cubensis is one form of psilocybin, mm-hmm. and there's the Panelius or however you pronounce yeah, it. Whatever. Because you can do the Pan Cyan, like Panelius Cyanensis, and mm-hmm. there's the Pan. There might even I don't know if there's a Pan Cubensis, but Panelius and that are two big, um, different, complete species of mushrooms. I guess, and or branches of however that works. But I think Illinois even legalized peyote. Yeah, 
Like, really? Like, oh. Which mescaline is the active ingredient that? That's yeah. also in San Pedro cactus. I've never done that. And ayahuasca. Now, now the article's coming back to me. Ayahuasca, peyote, and mushrooms. Okay. Cool. Ayahuasca is just like a like oral a, DMT, an awakening, yeah. right? Well, it's an oral DMT. About about thirty percent intensity of DMT, but it lasts like four hours. Mm. Oh, fuck that. DMT is way more intense. That just means sure. you have to do three times as much. But here's the beauty of smoking DMT on a mushroom trip: is that you get taste of ayahuasca through that although it might be a little bit more of like a collage and less like linear and, and singular um but what happens is mushrooms convert to tmt in the bloodstream and it presents the trip that you do to so much to the point where that's why i was asking like if you've done a ton of them like even above the eight grams i did some people might do up to say 15 grams um even though they say that off of five grams of good mushrooms, you should be able to get like a very mm-hmm. peak experience. Yeah. You can have potential DMT-like breakthroughs on mushrooms. It's been reported uh, and and noted as such. I don't know that it's a guarantee. Either way, because of the fact that it converts to DMT in the bloodstream, smoking DMT on a mushroom trip will affect not only the DM tree trip, the mushroom trip, there'll be a synergy and it'll kind of be peakier than ayahuasca, but valier as well. Mm-hmm. If you do that and you might, you might smoke like one hit, you might just ramp it up a little bit and maybe you'll do that every hour. So let's do mushrooms. Oh God. We'll do DMT. Six hour podcast. And then we'll do, we'll smoke <laughs> weed it won't out be, of a nitrous We need a little bone. bit of Molly just <laughs> yeah. so we can talk through it all. It will yeah. It just won't cut through it. You'll record it and then you'll play it back and you're just home. Yeah, it's just relaxes. people going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, everybody, our guest this week is this interdim- interdimensional being, uh, interdimensional being. <laughs> Please take uh, physical form and uh, introduce yourself. <laughs> You think if we mic the entities, they'll talk, man? <laughs> it's, it's Dude, where's my ambient. entity? That's our new podcast. We <laughs> just interviewed DMT entities that we summon in the room. Yeah, dude, where's my? You en- got to listen entity. really hard. See if you. You're can a hear part it. of it now. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna eat acid, smoke DMT, eat some oh. mushrooms, and then it's gonna be it's gonna be oh, like I, a. I can't uh, wait to do all those drugs in this ten by ten room. Oh, it's yeah, gonna it's, it's gonna be a forty five hour saga that we will cut up into <laughs> our segments, known as Exhibit A. Yes, and the audience members are encouraged to participate as well. Yeah, follow the dosage. Yeah, cool. And then if we can learn how to read again by watching a screen. Because <laughs> I've definitely had mushroom trips that were so strong, we sat down to watch a movie. Or I remember we, we yeah, used to do mushrooms and go to the fucking goth club, which was way too much. That <laughs> way too much sounds like it's too much. And uh and I remember going up to the bartender who, you know, as a bartender at a club, if you're, you're, you talk fast anyway to get the conversation out. Yeah. And I was smoking a clove cigarette and the guy came over and he was like, <laughs> and I was like, Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm doing mushrooms right now. And I can't understand a thing you're saying. He's like, and like walked away. And then I put my, my clove out on my finger. I know what you're time. talking about, dude. No, I know exactly. I mean, I can relate in a way. Yeah, you just can't. Sure. We watched a movie. We were watching, I think it was Blair Witch Project. We went back to my buddy's place and his roommate was watching it. Acid and I couldn't understand what they were saying on the yeah. TV. I know exactly. Acid's done that to me where it like jumbles. Lear- you can't understand what you're hearing mm-hmm. vocally. Um, that's awesome. Great podcast. We're like right at the hour and a half mark. Oh, geez. Mike's, Mike's calling it. I think it's, yeah, nice. I, I think so. It's good. Hour and a half. That's a good uh, podcast. Yeah, or like time. 90 minutes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good with that? Yeah. Everyone good? I'm good. Cool. What, first time on the podcast, last thing we'll say, how, uh, what would what, you think, Jeff? Fun? 
Yeah. Did you have a good time? Yeah, Tommy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a good time. Cool. (laughs) It's hard because the whole time you've been sitting with your back to me. I know. Yeah, I'm the only one that's been making (laughs) eye contact with you. What did you think of the podcast, Steve? You know what? Did you have fun? It's been been a welcome release because you have taken up more of the talking time (laughs) than Mike has. You've you've spoken more than Mike has. No, tough I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Mike's a, Mike's in the driving seat. No. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, can I plug my things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah dude, hey, I'm sorry. You're for, our first guest. Tell yeah, us how yeah. we do it. I mean, we got like, hey, guys, forty listeners. Here's a quick so. tip, guys. If you have guests, let them plug their shit. Yeah. Uh, but hey, no. hey, dude, we're just figuring it out. <laughs> Come on. No, but this I had a really good time. Uh, if you guys want to check out, you go to uh, skullbase.net and check out. Meanwhile, at the skullbase, uh, and or if you want to check out Laugh Finder. Uh, that is laughfinderpod.com. We just did what well, we did. We've had Brian Posehn on. Uh, we had Rodney Henry, who owns Dangerously Delicious Pies. He's been on Food Network yeah. and stuff. I tried to get Tim Meadows on, but he wasn't feeling Yeah, whatever it. happened with that? Did not happen. Because mm. I, 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 I worked with him last time he was in Baltimore, and I went to go see him to ask him if he wanted to be on the podcast. And I was feeling it out. He's like, so what you been up to? And I was like, oh, um, well, I do these uh, murder mysteries, and we actually, we've, uh, we've toured. We've been in three continents and stuff doing murder mysteries. Oh, and I got this podcast. And he was like, oh, so about these murder mysteries. I was like, yeah, okay. well, he's not, he's not a blurred. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's more of, he told me, we worked together at the Baltimore Comedy Factory, and he was looking out the door, and he was like, I've never performed for so many black people. And I was like, mm, what? Tim Meadows? He, yeah, he was like, I'm not a black draw. I'm from Saturday Night Live. I don't Live. even like yeah. him that much. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not a fan. They won't even let me say the word. Oh. Tommy's like, let All me right. tell you about the time I got jumped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ever caught anybody yeah, with a box cutter? I was like, oh, Beaver's Dude. here. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Sorry, what, dude. Not to cut blog? you off. No, no, no. Not, not to cut you off. Anything else? Uh, um, yeah, you can check out our YouTube. Uh, at, just search Laugh Finder Pod or Laugh Finder on YouTube and uh, look for the goblin head. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Awesome. Well, thanks for it was fun. Me. Yeah, no problem. Time. Cool. Later. Bye.